Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ed Robertson thanking you for making us part of your Labor Day weekend celebration. We'll be back with a brand new edition of our program next week. In the meantime, we invite you to enjoy a replay of a conversation that originally aired in March 2020 with eight-time Emmy Award-winning actor Ed Asner. Ed Asner passed away last week at the age of 91. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Stacy Keach, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest, Ed Asner. Ed Asner, the actor known around the world as Lou Grant on the Mary Tyler Moore Show in his own spinoff series, Lou Grant. Ed's new book, Son of a Junk Man, My Life from the West Bottoms of Kansas City to the Bright Lights of Hollywood, is a charming, funny, an often very poignant look at Ed's life and career from his colorful childhood as the son of a junk man in Kansas City to his spectacular acting career, which spans the golden age of film and television and continues to this day. Son of a Junk Man includes many great stories about Ed working with the likes of John Wayne, Sidney Poitier, Paul Newman, Sidney Pollack, Sidney LeMay, Ann Bancroft, Maureen Stapleton, Lily Tomlin, Stockard Channing, and of course, his castmates on the Mary Tyler Moore Show and Lou Grant. Some of a junk man available in hardcover, paperback, and as an ebook through Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. This is going to sound stupid, Ed. I think of you. In it doesn't ter- sound stupid so far, but you haven't <laughs> No, I'm I'm a writer, so sometimes I pause before I, I ask questions. You know, I mean, I I, I knew about the El Salvador controversy. And I knew the effect that had on the Lou Grant show. What I was not aware of was the extent it hit, it affected you professionally in your career. As a, as a fan of yours, to me, you've always been on television or in movies. Yeah. I did not realize how much it hurt you professionally to the point where you were black, uh, blackballed. Yeah, I- I wasn't totally blacklisted, but the the jobs, uh, the, the income dropped, and uh, it took a while to uh, get over the so-called taint. But uh, I survived. Well, you more than survived, but to me, it's you've all we, we we talked about how you've always believed in doing the right thing that's 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 a value that's a that's a work ethic that's a personal ethic that you learned from your father and you try and you've always you've always lived by that throughout your life and it's easy for anyone to say yeah i would do the same thing but you don't know what you're going to do until 
you're called on to do it. And that's right. That's right. You know, and I just you know, you know, and I, and I'm not just, I'm not, not I'm not just talking about the El Salvadorian controversy. I'm talking about you know leading the Screen Actors Guild when you did. Not everybody would put themselves up for that and put themselves on the line the way you did. And I respect you for doing that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if I were in the position, I, I would have done the same thing. Oh, yes, you would. <laughs> yes, you would. I'll put you in that position. You're stuck, pal. <laughs> of course, what, one of the things I learned in Son of a Junk Man is in the last few years, SAG and AFTRA merged. But you were ahead of your time because you called for that back in the 80s, and, and the industry wasn't ready to do that until much later. And they still haven't done it the way I want it done, but uh, beggars can't be choosers. Well, look, progress is slow, but when it happens, we recognize it, is what I'm trying to say. God willing. Yes, God willing. And, and of course, we're talking to God Almighty, you know. Uh, <laughs> I hope you get to see that show. I need to see it. I know you'll be coming to Solvang yeah. uh, in May. Solvang, that's not too far from where I am in South Pasadena. But uh, uh, so I'm, I'm going to make a point of trying to make that performance in, in May. Uh, we will list all of Ed's upcoming performances of both God Help Us and Man and His Prostate. We'll list that on our website. We'll post that uh, on our social media Pages. You also have a, an upcoming performance of God Help Us in June in your hometown of Kansas City. Um, are you looking forward to that? Oh, sure, sure. I don't have that much information on it, but I look forward to it. Well, I've got all the information. It's, at, it's going to be part of the Here Now Festival in Kansas City. HereNowFestival.org will post that date and all the other dates on our website, TelevisionConfidential.com. We're, we're talking about uh, your social media, your photo on your Twitter page and on your social media page. You also posted a photo. It's a freeze frame of the final score of this year's Super Bowl. Uh, which you posted on the night uh, that Kansas City won the Super Bowl this year. Ah, hail to the Chiefs. Hail to, yes, hail to the Chiefs. I, I hadn't read Son of a Junk Man yet, Ed, so uh -huh. I, I thought you were rooting for Kansas City because they're playing the 49ers and the Rams fans don't like the 49ers. But I, I, I did not realize until I read your book that being a, a Kansas City boy, that was a moment of great pride. I think of Kansas City as, uh, when I talked to the coastal survivors as a gentle place to grow up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I encountered prejudice, yeah, but it was mild compared to what uh, people encounter on both coasts. So I'm, I'm fond of Kansas City. And as you talk about in Son of a Junk Man, I mean, you are, you are grateful that because your father worked as hard as he did, your family was relatively better off than a lot of the other families growing up in the West Bronx. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he was a rotten carpenter, but he tried. <laughs> well, he may, not, he may have been a rotten carpenter, but he was a good junk man, although, as you, as you say, junk man, a, a junk man is someone who recognizes values in things that yeah. are discarded. Yeah. He, uh, 
Uh, he was a good provider. He was a good provider, and uh, he would often find buried treasures and some of the things that he would that that he would get for nothing. As uh, would I. I mean, I would love to go, go through the books when they came in, when people cleaned out houses and brought books in, and I got myself a. Um, um, Alexander Pope, I think it was, mm -hmm. 1850 edition of the Iliad, leather bound, mm -hmm. beautiful copy. So there are treasures. There are there are treasures. And then fast forward about ten or fifteen years, one of your first acting roles was in one of the classics you did. Um, you did Antigone. Yeah. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, that was one of the early productions that you worked with uh, with Mike Nichols. And around that same period, but not that production. Okay. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah, Mike Nichols, you know, in addition to being a great comic uh, performer and Im improvisational actor, was also a great director. I have found that some of the best directors are directors who also know what it means to be an actor. What do you think about that, Ed? I absolutely agree. Um, uh, Sidney um, uh, Pollock. Pollock. Names are starting to escape me. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. Thank God you're here. <laughs> Sidney Pollock was a beautiful actor. Yeah. And he did a great job in. Uh, what, was, what was the film that he. Uh, who was the agent for. Uh, oh, Tootsie. Tootsie, yeah. yeah. He directed Tootsie and he. Uh, he acted in it, too. That was lovely. Yeah. Sidney Lumet was pretty good, too. Yes. And uh, you've got a couple of good stories about working with Leo Penn early in your career. Leo Penn was one of the directors that you put a gold star next to. Yeah. Leo was a beautiful, beautiful actor. A wonderful actor. And he was a great director. He certainly was a, an influence on me. On the line with us is Ed Asner. Ed Asner, eight-time Emmy Award-winning actor and an enduring presence in stage, film, and television for more than 60 years. Ed's new book, Son of a Junk Man, My Life from the West Bottoms of Kansas City to the Bright Lights of Hollywood, is a charming, funny, and often very poignant look at his life and career from his colorful childhood as the son of a junk man in Kansas City to his spectacular acting career which spans the golden age of film and television and continues to this day son of a junk man available in hardcover paperback and as an ebook through amazon.com wherever books are sold online ed can currently be seen as town boss james staghorn senior on the usa network series briar patch you will soon be seen on grace and frankie on netflix you can follow ed asner on twitter instagram and on facebook what one of the things you you talk about in Son of a Junk Man, Ed, is how some of the best directors are often teachers or coaches. In that, when you work with with a Leo Penn or a Sidney Lumet, you're an actor, you're a professional, you know what you're doing. But like a good teacher, like a good coach, a good director will draw something out or maybe push you to do something that maybe you hadn't thought of doing before. Well, what's a film that? Uh... Pollock directed me in uh, with Anne Bancroft. I, I can't remember what he told me in directing me, but I certainly felt his presence strongly. Uh, the Slender Thread. The Slender Thread, that's right, the damn it. The Slender Thread. That's, 
talking about the slender thread of life. It, it, well, there are moments when we all look at the slender thread of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I understand that, uh, in a way, we owe your casting as Lou Grant on The Moore Show. I understand that we owe a thank you to not only Ethel Winant of CBS, but also Richard Crenna. Richard Crenna? Yes, there, there was a perception that even though you had done a lot of comedy on stage, you, would never, you hadn't done a lot of comedy on film. So there was a perception that you, you were a dramatic actor, you were not a funny actor. But Richard Crenna, he vouched for you being a funny person. Well, I, I never heard that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry he's no longer with us. I'd like to thank him in person. <laughs> but I, uh, I did his series. Uh, Slattery's People. Yeah. And he was uh, great to work with. He's a good guy. Yeah. Hopefully I'm going to jog your memory on this. You did a lot of episodic uh, television in the 60s. You did a lot of TV movies in the 60s, you know, before you did the Mary Tyler Moore show. In one of our previous conversations, Ed, we talked about the many things you did for Quinn Martin. I was not aware of this. You did a you did a movie for Quinn Martin called uh, House on Green Apple Road. Yeah. And I understand that also. I mean, the Grant, Grant Tinker saw that movie and thought of you for Mary Tyler Moore as a result of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, House on Green Apple Road, I played a schmuck of a cop. <laughs> when you're cast as a schmuck, my, my guess is the key to your performance is to not think of them as a schmuck. It's just th- think of the essence of what they need to do for you to portray in their performance. Yeah, yeah well, what a guy who does a good job. Well, uh, <laughs> let me see here now. Um Slightly removed. Yeah. Uh, a uh, a dunderhead. <laughs> are you talking about me or are you talking about the character? Oh, I wouldn't say that about you until after the show. <laughs> Ed Asner from a conversation that originally aired in March 2020 on TV Confidential. Ed Asner passed away Sunday August 29th at the age of 91. We were very fortunate to talk to Ed on several occasions on TV Confidential over the past five years. We are playing highlights from two of our conversations as part of our program this week. When we come back, we will replay a conversation that Ed had with Tony Donna and me that originally aired in October 2020 in which we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the Mary Tyler Moore Show and the 50th anniversary of the Lou Grant character. All that and more, we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, 
or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.